If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you know what I feel like doing? Grabbing Doritos and Mountain Dew and kicking back and relaxing? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things Call of Duty related. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's his MW3 to my MW2. It's Am on the mic. How's everyone doing? And before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Are you more of a ballistic knife guy or a tomahawk guy? Well, that is a question to pose to people. So there's a bigger question shaking the gaming industry to its core. Literally, like you in second grade when your bully asked you for your lunch money. Do you want to know what this question is? What's your, how much lunch money you got? Potentially. But is Call of Duty back? That is the biggest question coming out of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta. We're here today to give our thoughts about this game coming up. I don't know. Long story short, I think Call of Duty is back. You mm, Is it because it's a it's a rehash of what we grew up playing? The MW2 franchise? Is it nostalgic? Is it because it has a nostalgic feeling? Of you in middle school with your friends in the Xbox lobby said, talking to a guy who was basically our age at this time now. The said, foulest stuff. The foulest stuff saying that I'm fucking your mom. Oh, you sound like an eight-year-old kid. Blah, blah, blah. Go suck my dick. First of all, those 25-year-olds telling most little kids go suck their dick. Pause. Like, what are you doing? We, You know, hey, it was, you different know, times. 2008 was a completely different time, right? It was. Now, to answer your question, I think there is a little nostalgia tied to the Modern Warfare 2 title. But to me, this game, and this is comparing it to any of the previous Call of Duty entries that I have rarely played, it feels like there's a genuine feel when you shoot your gun, when you're in the middle of a match. It just feels like the whole Call of Duty experience. You know what I mean? That classic COD experience. I, I agree with that. Um, thanks to my nephew, I was able to buy the, not Vanguard. What was the last Call of Duty before Vanguard? Not Black Ops. Was it? No, it was Black Ops. And then before Black Ops, it was. This is Modern Warfare, right? Or was it, um, I have a feeling it's one of like those World War II ones. You see, they released so many World War II style of Call of Duties like all at once. It's kind of like, all wait, right, wait, When was the pandemic? When did we hit quarantine? 2021, right? 2019. No, 2021 we hit quarantine. 
Really? Oh, I didn't think so. I thought it was 2019. Hold on, let's see. November or 2020. 2020. I think it might be 2020. 2020 sounds about right. Call of Duty. No, that was Black Ops Cold War, so it was 2019. 2019 was... Uh, Modern Warfare. You know, it was Modern Warfare. My nephew bought me... That was the last game I got because my credit card was saved on the PS4. He got my PS4 controller and bought Spider-Man Miles Morales and Modern Warfare for full price, which I still hate him for this day. And um, comparing that to Modern Warfare 2, like you said, it felt like I was playing the OG Modern Warfare 2. First of all, it felt weird for me because I was playing it on the PS5 controller. And this is the first time I'm playing a new-gen game on a new-gen um, controller. And it uh, for me, it took me back because I don't, you, know, you played it on your Xbox One, right? I I was playing on my PC, but I was going to ask you the question because the PS5 controller has the special yeah. like haptic feedback. Did you feel any of that I, in I this? I felt it and it took me back for it. I'm like, I don't know how I felt, and then I got it had to get I had to get used to it. But I felt that for the first time ever, and I was like, oh god, this feels kind of weird. Jeez, see, like whenever I was playing certain game modes, whenever I was in like Search and Destroy classic game mode, it there's like a feeling compared to like previous entries where, and I think this is what it, it boils down to previous entries were very quick paced, very fast. Like it just kind of seemed like running gun in this case in call of duty, modern warfare Two, the beta, it felt like there was more like, yes, there is run and gun, but there is more of a strategy based attempt to this. Like you can kind of go about your way and like plan out your shots, like kind of take up corners Different weapon classes were great as well, but I'm going to pass it off to you. Oh, no, I 100% agree. And, you know, there are, there are, are bad stuff, and I'm known as the negative Nancy of, on the podcast, and I will tear this game down. By all means, it's not perfect. Granted, it is open beta, so they could work on it. The game doesn't release until, like, in two weeks now. But as of right now, there were no nitpicks. But the game was still good. I love the graphics of it. I love it. For the first time, when I played it for the first time, I was getting the same two maps in rotations, and I was kind of getting pissed. I was like, oh, okay, this is the only two maps that are in open beta. And then when I played with a friend, or with my friend, I was getting more of the different maps. So I was like, all right, there's more than just two maps in this open beta. The, the running animation felt good. The sliding animation felt good, blocking it. The whole area, there was like one map where, you know, you can camp, but then, then somebody can literally come underneath like, literally from the ground, if there's a big hole, come around, you wouldn't hear it. And then you'd be like, where the fuck? And then the kill cam would come and show that this guy went all the way around from a path that basically in previous Call of Duty games wouldn't have existed. And I'm like, that's cool. That's a cool way. You know, instead of hearing a door open with your headphones, somebody's just coming underneath from the ground up. That was cool. Um, What was you call it? I did like how there wasn't... Remember, in the, I think it was NW2 where they had... It was a kill streak where you can set up a camera, and you can see, and then on the top right of your um, screen, you would see where that person ran, because you have your camera set up. Now it's more of like a gadget, like where instead of like a frag grenade, you could throw a little thing, but you have to hold like the L and R button, and you can see somebody walk by. I thought that was cool. I would have rather have that kill streak back, because I always loved it. Whenever I placed it down, and I've been looking for my friend, he will run by the camera and be like, hi, it's a me show. And we're watching today. Like, I always love that. The, once again, that's also nostalgia talking for me. But um, do you want to? Do you want to? You have anything nice to say before I go tear this game down limb from limb? 
Well, I guess, like, I'll form the bridge between nice and bad oh. so then I can get you off and running. Before we go do that, before you let me go off and running. Also, apparently, I don't know how we talked about the maps and there were nice maps. Um, apparently, there are, they are bringing some new maps. I did write this down for once. Apparently, Terminal is coming back. Thank God. Uh, failed. F-A-V-E-L-A. Okay. Um, let me type it up so you know what I'm talking about. F-A-V-E-L-A. That map. High Rise. If you remember that one. God, man, query. These maps will be in the MW2 game. So those maps have been leaked and confirmed that will be in the MW2. Can we say remastered? This is a remastered. Is it a remake? I don't. I think it's more of a remake than a remaster, just because the Call of Duty Modern Warfare that released a couple years ago, that was a remake, ish. You know, kind of weird nowadays. I also remember the MW2 story mode was so great because then I remember the year after that, everyone was excited for the MW3 story mode rather than the gate the like online matches because it was that good. Nowadays, everyone's like, who gives a fuck about the story mode? Let's just play Team Deathmatch. Let's play Sabotage. But back in the day, their their story was so good that people were talking about that more. I hope the story is good. I'm, I really hope it kind of continues on or starts a, as equal as how NW2 story was back in the day. Yeah, and see, like that's the thing that's always going to come under fire mm-hmm. for a lot of people where it's like, all right, We've had the Modern Warfare 2 experience back in the, the day. The perfect game. The perfect COD game. Quintessential. That's Call of Duty. And then we're going to get this. And then people have time to play the campaign. People have time to do multiplayer, like, fully now. Upgrade their class, blah, blah, blah. And then people will have gripes, of course. That's with any game. But whenever you're talking about, like, Modern Warfare 2... Arguably one of the most hallowed games of all time. Yeah, one of the, if you talk about the top five Call of Duty games out today, Modern Warfare 2 is always on the top of the list of the people in the top five COD games. Exactly. And kind of in the same vein of like people griping about the game, uh, one criticism that I came across was the fact that whenever you shoot your gun, you would normally appear in prior Call of Duties as like a red dot mm-hmm. on the minimap that's located, I think, on the top left or top right of your screen. Uh, top left. Top left? Yeah, right. top left. So people were upset about that. You couldn't see anybody on the map if they fired their gun. Now, if you would just look at your screen a little more, people would get like this. I, I don't want to call it a compass, but like if you it's all in the battle Royale games too, where it's like, you can face a direction that's like North, South, East, West. It's pretty much a compass, but you can see the red dots up there. Oh, also, I love how you talked about, you know, look up on the map and stuff like that. The people I was playing against and with like with random people online was so clueless. They will walk by an enemy team and not shoot, or an enemy person will walk by me and not even shoot me. And I'm just like, and I'm like, am I just gonna get a free kill? Like, are you just gonna mind your own business and not notice me? Like, I guess. Like, literally, I'd be walking this way. They will walk that way. It's like map awareness. Like, you check each way before you walk. You don't want to just walk in a straight line, thinking that you're not gonna get shot down. 
Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe b l yeah and you know there was another gripe where people were like all right i can't see anybody on the map but footsteps for the opposing teams are very loud you can hear people coming from a mile away so it's kind of like you sacrifice them on the mini map but you can kind of hear where they're going or where they're coming from. And then if you just look up, you can kind of see the red dots like swirling about above I'm your head. I'm okay with the map not being visible because in real life, you don't hear, you don't, when you're in war, you don't see a map and hear shots go. You hear shots, but they don't show up on your compass. You got to listen to your footsteps. I think that was cool. I'm actually happy about it. And the map only comes in, you know, value if you do the UAV. That's when they show up in the red dots. And I'm like, that's fair. I don't want... Oh, they're on the red map over there. Yeah, and you hit the nail on the head. You're adding value to the UAV, but also, too, if you're playing this game, you're not glued to the mini-map looking at where shots are coming from. You're more focused on what's in front of you, looking around, listening, which is more or less what these developers spend so much time on, which is developing the sound of the game, the the look, the feel. No, and that was great, too. And, you know, the... um, you talk about that, and then, you know, also with the parachutes, with people flying down, taking that from the war zone area, you can actually hear people, like, flying in the air, too, when they're landing from the um, from the plane. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You can follow by the wind direction, by the sound, people are coming. And then you're like, oh, wait, I hear a parachute. <laughs> that's a sudden that's going... I love the sound effects, but I do feel there is a lot of nerfing to be done in this game as well. The shotgun in the second class, I don't remember the exact name. Oh, the shotgun was amazing. Don't even... Yo. It was amazing, but let's face it. That thing is OP. No, it's not. It's a shotgun. You're up close to somebody. You're getting popped. I can't tell you the amount of times I blacked out (laughs) shooting that gun, killing everything in my sight, only for the fact you turn a corner, blam, 
Done. Yeah, one it's shot. A shotgun. You think you if you walk corner and somebody shoots you point range on a shotgun, you're gonna survive that? I just think it's a little no, too no. overpowered. It's a shotgun. It has to be overpowered because if you if you're fighting, if you have an AK seven for you versus a Spas twelve long distance, the AK seven for you is gonna beat the Spas twelve because Spas twelve is a shotgun that's not meant for long ranges and meant for up close and personal. That the amount of times I saw my best friend just when I was dead, just peek around the corner, boom, peek around the corner, boom, shooting everybody and basically wanting. 1v5ing the whole entire team. I loved it. Did I hate it when that happened to me when I peeked around the corner and I got shot? Yes. But I still don't think it needs to be nerfed. Hey, you know, to each their own. But I don't know. Something about that just... No. I I enjoyed it. Like you said, I enjoyed whenever I was the one shooting people. But when it happened to me, I automatically claimed, like, hacks or aimbot (laughs) or whatever. But, um... Closing thoughts about this game. Are you excited? Are you excited? Did you pre-order? Did this beta cause you to get more hyped for this game than you normally are? Well, mommy, I feel like mommy give my two cents about the game before we. Yeah. Um, the one thing I hate about a couple things is that my buddy had this happen where you know when you hit the right. Where's my controller? Because I need a I need a visual. God, uh, when you hit uh, so this is shooting when you hit the R button to throw your grenade. Every time he tried to hit the R button, the grenade would still hold, be still in his hand. So he had to double tap it. So he would hit it once, grenade in his hand, and then he would have to hit it a second time to throw it. Majority of the time, when you hit it once, the grenade would still be in his hand, and he would have been down. And he was like, "Oh, I gotta hit R again to throw it. That's kind of stupid." That which I didn't really like either from the way he sounded. And something I hate. I don't know if you tried it, but did you try the team deathmatch? I did. I hate it how it's more like a war zone kind of like you're in third person. And then going in, and then when the game starts, you're in first person. They're like, let's take what made us good in Warzone, and we should put it in Team Deathmatch and, Domin- and Domination, which I hate it. Because I'm like, no. Like, I, I hate that point of view. I get used to it to Warzone because Warzone is its own thing. But that being in Team Deathmatch and Hardpoint and all that, that needs to go. That needs to be fixed, thrown away, and never... Um, never be in that point of view again for my team deathmatch. That one might be a team deathmatch. Because then you you can't really crouch and peek the corner because you're literally just up against and people could just shoot your arm because of the way the camera angles are in this game. That I fucking hated and I couldn't stand it from the from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, like I feel like for first person shooters, FPS, first person that includes the view, or just shooters in general, kind of generalize it. I don't think there should be a third person no. like view. I, I think that Warzone. type of, yeah, that maybe for Warzone, but like for games like, and I'm going to say it because like, it's whatever don't say it, don't like say it. Skyrim where you use swords, wherever you block like Assassin's Creed, those style of games thrive better in third person. Cause you need to see what's around you. Mm-hmm. First person shooters. I feel you need to see yeah. directly in front of you, narrow field of view, you need to just focus on what's in front of you. I know, you. and not all the game modes had it, which is that specific game mode. Like, yeah. Search and Destroy had it first person, which I loved. When I was playing that game mode, I was popping left and right. The moment I go to Team Deathmatch, it's third person, third point of view. I hated it. I, I sucked at it. You kidding? You didn't really have good coverage when you're trying to, you know, camp um, or whatever. So that freaking, that I hated that to the point. Because uh, if you see, like, somebody camping, you could like how many times I was able to get shot on somebody that was camping that hypothetically about if this game's first person, 
I wouldn't have gotten it that kill. But you, so that's my two gripes about that game. You said, how do I feel about this game? It was a Call of Duty game at the end of the day. I said that, you know, it remind, we both agree that it reminds us at the MW2 days and all that. But at the end of the day, it's just not a Call of Duty game. Another game that's annually released every year because they just have to hit the quarter. I feel like games like that need to take a a um, notes from what um, Take Two um, Take Two did over at Two K, where they took a took, took a year of a break. They didn't release a WWE game, and they just took a whole year working on a game and then releasing what many people said was probably the best Two K Twenty Two game out there. WWE, you said you liked the graphics and the gameplay of it for WWE, and that was just a whole year off. So if Activision, just you know, whoever's making the next Call of Duty game, was like, all right, let's not release a game, let's just work on the next Call of Duty game for a year, don't release anything. I think it will be the perfect Call of Duty game. Am I gonna buy it? Is this beta make me buy? Want me to buy Call of Duty? Not for seventy dollars. Not for fucking seventy dollars would I buy this game? Am I going to buy this game when it's on sale? $40 if. I would probably spend $30 on this game. But if they if a sale happens and they bring it down to 40 I might get it. Yeah, like, that is also a big thing to factor in. A potential price increase in games. $70 is $70. That's, and that's, whenever that's, you ta- that's worth of a controller. It is. And whenever you talk about Call of Duty, while, you know, you say, like, the campaign's, like, decent like it's it's not horrible but you don't play call of duty for the campaign at least i don't you play for the multiplayer yeah. and to pay and this has always been my stance on this to pay 70 bucks for only multiplayer is egregious and just like crazy to me but i don't know that depends on the people there are people who are just devoted to call of duty and hey that's what you want that's what you want i like like you said i bought skyrim five times so i can you know like get behind the train maybe by now you bought it five more times who knows who knows the years go on more copies could release but what is going to release is more episodes of the get comfy game break get comfy podcast and get comfy lowdown every single wednesday friday and sunday 10 a.m eastern standard time on all major listening platforms like itunes spotify and of course the believe network i've been kalo joined by the one and only and we'll see you guys next time thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.